shoes It's Jesus in the everyday me and you The good news in shoes This is the Good News Station WCNO Palm City Hi folks, tune in every Saturday at 11 a.m. for the Relive Lifestyles program. I'm David Leeds. What price do you put on your health? Relive International is a leading food science company offering U.S. patented nutritional products in six countries around the world. Eileen and I are excited to share with you what Relive has done for many people. Tune in 11 a.m. every Saturday. More information is available at 1-888-871-8734. The Revealing Truth radio broadcast thanks Ed Meyer Century 21, all professional, for their underwriting support. Hi, this is Ed Myers, realtor with Century 21, all professional, and member of the National Association of Realtors. Whether you are buying, selling, or renting a home, understanding the market can be essential. I'm a Century 21 top producer, recipient of the Century 21 Presidential Award, Century 21 Centurion Award, and Quality Service Pinnacle Award. I proudly served the United States Marine Corps and now I'm specializing in serving the Port St. Lucie, Stewart, Fort Pierce, West Palm Beach and surrounding areas of the Treasure Coast. Real estate is the key to building long-term wealth, whether you're looking to buy, sell or rent a home, a first-time home buyer or an investor. Letting an experienced professional with a proven track record can make all the difference. I would love the opportunity to help you. You can reach me by phone or text at 772-342-0047. Again, that number is 772-342-0047. Good morning. I'm Pastor Bob Tarbis, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. This week, Pastor Jason will be speaking on the love of the Father. So grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. John, both your brother and companion, I like that, brother and companion, in the tribulation and kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ, Notice he named off three things right there, tribulation and kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ, was on the island that is called Patmos for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. I was in the Spirit on the Lord's day, and I heard behind me a loud voice as of a trumpet, saying, I am the Alpha and Omega, the first and the last. And what you see, write in a book and send it to the seven churches which are in Asia, to Ephesus, to Smyrna, to Pergamos, to Thyatira, to Sardis, to Philadelphia, and to Laodicea. Then I turned to see the voice that spoke with me, and having turned, I saw seven golden lampstands. And in the midst of the seven lampstands, one like the Son of Man, clothed with a garment down to the feet and girded about the chest with a golden band, his head and hair were like were white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes like a flame of fire. His feet were like fine brass, as if refined in a furnace, and his voice as the sound of many waters. He had in his right hand seven stars. Out of his mouth went a sharp two-edged sword, and his countenance was like the sun shining in its strength. 
And when I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead. But he laid his right hand on me, saying to me, Do not be afraid. I am the first and the last. I am he who lives and was dead. And behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. And I have the keys of Hades and of death. Write these things which you have seen, and these things which are, and the things which will take place after this. The mystery of the seven stars which you saw in my right hand and the seven golden lampstands. The seven stars are the angels of the seven churches and the seven lampstands which you saw are the seven churches. Amen. We're going to move on into the second week of this thing this morning. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you right now for the ability to preach and teach. Father, I thank you for the anointing in this house, the anointing on my life, the anointing on the life of every person that hears your word this morning. God, that it transform us and calls us, God, to walk in a place of encounters with you like never before. Father, I thank you for truth. Lord, that it's impregnated on the inside of our heart. God, that as we give birth to it, it causes us to walk in new revelations, new understandings, new wisdom in you, God. And Lord, makes us become more like you. Father, I thank you for God encounters today. I thank you for every person within the sound of my voice, God, that is in desperate need of an encounter with Jesus today. God, that you invade them with this truth. And Lord, they will leave this place knowing that they have met you today. Father, we declare these things in the mighty name of Jesus. And everybody said, Amen. I mean, everybody in this room, no matter where you come from or what family you come from, we are the products of people we have met. We are the products of places we have been. And we are the products of the experiences that we've had. Wednesday night, we were spending a little bit of time talking about relationships. We were also talking about the expectations that we have on our relationships, how we set expectations on people, and how whether they come in up here or come in down here or come in down here, and how that can bring in some offense if they, don't, if they come in at a lower level than what we expect them to come in. I mean, you know what I'm talking about. Some of the biggest places of expectations in our life are with our spouse. We have higher expectations on the person that we're married to, really more on anybody else. We expect things from our spouse, amen? And if they don't meet it, then we get disappointed, we get offended. And how many know there's a real sickness in the culture for that today because we can see that where the divorce rate is. People that have been called together, love each other, end up hating each other. Why is that? Because they come in at an expectation on a different level than what the other one was thinking, amen? Everybody all right? Can I just tell you, in order for us to move into greater things, the way that we get there is that we have to raise our expectation level on what we believe God is doing in our life. Hmm? If we're going to really experience greater things, then we've got to be able to live or have greater expectations on not only what God is doing in our life, but what God is doing in our church, what God is doing in our ministry, what God is doing in our children. Not having the expectations on them, but having the expectations on God. Come on, amen? How many of you find out that after you had, had to walk through some difficult days and you experienced a few things in your life that, that, that you begin to live your expectation below the promise? You begin to expect a little bit of less. Amen? Isn't that right? The temptation of our life is to begin to lower our expectations to the level of our experience in life so that we don't have to live with disappointment too. Come on, let it sink in. And now, we're going to take a break from the message. We will be rejoining Pastor Jason in just a moment. But first, I want to take this opportunity to tell you about Truth Church. 
Truth Church is located in the heart of St. Lucie County at 3891 Edwards Road in Fort Pierce. Our Sunday worship service starts at 10 a.m. Truth Church is a non-denominational Pentecostal church. There's a ministry for the whole family at Truth Church. Whether it's our monthly senior meetings, children's church, or youth group, there's something for everyone. If you're new to the area or you're looking for a home church, we invite you to come and join us. First, you will be our guest, and then you will be our family. Truth Church, a place for the whole family. Rather than raise our level of expectation to the promise that God's put over our life. See, how many of you know this morning you have a promise from God over your life? Ladies and gentlemen, and God wants us to begin to raise that expectation for the promise in our life if we're ever going to see the promise come to pass. Isn't that right? Amen? In other words, you've got a great big God. So you need to be believing for great big things. Come on, He's a big God. Amen? We have a good, good Father. He's a good, good God. Amen? And I know we do. So we ought to be expecting God in our life to be doing good, good things. That's how faith works. Amen? Now watch this. Most Christians have really one question. What can I do to maintain or sustain a level of intimacy with God so that I can keep my expectation level on the right level with God? How do I walk in that every day? How do I keep expecting God to do greater things in my life when it seems like everything in my life is not so great? Hmm? Amen? How do I do that? How many of you know when people come to me and they ask me questions like that, I usually have a few basic answers that I get them. One of them is you have to maintain a sincere devotion to the Word of God. If you're not getting in the Word of God, it's going to be very difficult for you to raise your expectation level because you really won't know what God has to say to you about your life. Come on, huh? You have to be loyal and you have to be faithful to His Word. In other words, God's Word, this book, cannot be the great suggestion book for your life. You can't read and go, well, I might. That looks good, makes sense, but I just don't know. Maybe I will tomorrow. It has to be God's Word for your life if you're going to walk in the place that God's called you to walk in. Amen? You have to maintain an appreciation. You have to maintain a loyalty to the Word of God if you're going to live a life of continual greatness that God's called you to live. Amen? Secondly, you have to make a commitment to personal purity and holiness. I think I lost half of you right there. How many of you recognize if you don't make a commitment to personal purity, there will be plenty of things in your life that will draw you away from it? Hmm? All you got to do is turn your TV on and watch three commercials. You'll be tempted. It's, it got real in here today. <laughs> you have to make a commitment to saying, you know what? I have to live a personal life of purity. I've got to live a life of holiness. Holiness means to be set apart. I mean, we live in the world, but we're set apart from the system of the world. Come on. We live in the culture, but we have a godly culture. Amen. Thirdly, you need to maintain a commitment of being devoted to your family and to your spouse. Oh, come on now. Come on. A lot of the times that we have trouble in our life, it's self-inflicted. Because we don't pay attention to the covenant relationships that God's put in our life. We ignore them. We become very selfish in our relationships. It becomes all about me. It ain't about you. You're only in my life to help me. Make me feel good. It's okay if you get by, but you need to make me feel great. Uh, come on, you're in for trouble if that's the way you sing that song. Fourthly, we need to make sure that you maintain an attitude of loving God's people. 
I'm not talking about sinners. We've got to love the sinner. How I many of the challenge for most of us in the church is not to love sinners? It's to love each other. Because, I mean, we can get on each other's nerves. We get offended. We get hurt. We get isolated. We get, we get mad at each other because you said something that wasn't, I don't like your I don't like your theory. I don't like your belief. You didn't say hi to me when I got to church. You're not a loving person. Hmm? I mean, you've got to maintain the ability to love each other, to love God's people, even when they make you mad. I've got people walk away from me all the time. You know what? I've got to determine in my heart that I love them. Because if Jason gets in the flesh, Jason wants to smack them. I mean, Jason needs the Holy Ghost to maintain a loving relationship with people in the church that upset him. And so do you. Oh, man. Come on. Somebody's always mad at me. Y'all might not believe this, but I guarantee you there's at least three or four people upset with me every week over something. And it's usually somebody that's born again. Somebody in the world gets upset with me every now and then. I can handle that okay. It's the born-again folks that really like, oh, Jesus, give me grace. (laughs) Am I helping anybody yet? If you don't commit your heart to just loving people, there'll be plenty of people that'll wear out your love factor. Amen? I mean, if you stay around church long enough, somebody's going to aggravate you. Mm, Come on now. You stay around very long and you're not committed to loving God's people, then you're going to leave church very offended. You have to be committed to loving people. Amen. You'll get to the place where you just come to church and you think, well, they're just hypocritical. They're all a bunch of hypocrites. Hmm? Somebody say, well, I don't want to go to church with a bunch of hypocrites. Well, let me ask you this. It's a whole lot better than going to hell with a bunch of hypocrites, ain't it? Come on, help me. Amen. How many of there's a big difference between perfect people and holy people? I'm going to try that again. There's a big difference between perfect people and holy people. Holy people are perfected by God. Come on, amen. But don't come in this church looking for perfect people because you will leave surely disappointed. You won't find them. Please don't look for them. There ain't no perfect people here. I don't know everybody here, but I know a lot of you. I know the staff, but I can tell you one thing about our staff. They ain't perfect. Mm? I love them. They're being perfected. They're doing a good job, but they ain't perfect. Come on, somebody help me. Amen. Understand this, I have to have a love for God's people because there is a culture that is out there that, that, that is against loving God's people. And God wants us to learn how to honor each other in our lives because we're in this thing together working in the kingdom. We've got to learn how to love each other. Somebody say, i got to love you. Mm. I think you ought to find somebody in the church that you're upset with and go tell them that. Uh, everybody's sitting there like you ain't got nobody you upset with this week. Who are you kidding? Ah, come on now. God, I mean, God wants us to walk humbly before each other. Amen. And number five, if you want to live a fruitful life of longevity that will sustain your life and cause you to reach for greater things, come on, amen, then you have to maintain a level of personal worship and intimate fellowship with God. You've got to be able to pray to God, prayer to God, worship God. You cannot be a consistent, fruitful believer. You can't have the fruit of the Spirit in your life if you don't have consistent fellowship with God. Somebody say, i got to pray. You have got to pray if you're going to maintain. Please don't come and complain about how bad it is when the last time you prayed to God and worshiped God was a month ago. Hmm? Come on, somebody, help me, amen. 
And I believe there is no better example of that in Scripture than the Apostle John, who after many years is walking as a believer and a follower of Christ, and here he is, 90 years old, and he's still encountering Jesus in ways that impacts his life. He's still having God encounters with him. And, and, and these encounters that he's having at 90 years old are still impacting the world that we live in today. How I many know we live in a world full of quick fixes? Everybody loves self-help books. We're going to watch Dr. Phil and Dr. Oz, and we just, I mean, we're going to we gather all the information, and then we don't know what to do with it. Matter of fact, we've turned church into events where motivational speakers come in and motivate us to live a better life. Is this okay? Is everybody all right? I'm not losing nobody, am I? How many of you know that the real secret of life is not somebody giving you five steps to an easy marriage? Because how many know that does not exist? The real secret to your life is allowing your life to have a committed place of time and interaction with the Holy Spirit. That's the secret to your life. Amen? And the Holy Spirit, watch this, He doesn't teach us from some formula of how to become the man or woman of God that God intended you to be, but the Holy Spirit begins to teach us through personal interaction as He moves and He shapes our life with truths that we bring in. As we study the Word, as we come to church, as we fellowship, He begins to work it all together in our life so that good fruit can come out of it. That's the work of the Holy Ghost. Amen? And He does this along the way as we walk on this journey with Jesus. So as we're on the journey, we're becoming more like Him. We sound more like Him. We act more like Him. We become distinctive in our nature that when people see us, they go, I wonder if that's how Jesus is. Hmm? In other words, a continual commitment to allowing the Holy Spirit of God to shape us, to mold us, comes by having a regular relationship with Him. Somebody say it's all about relationship. I'm going to give you three things this morning, and then we're going to get out of here, okay? Three things, and I'll be out of your way. The first one is this. John had a revelation of Jesus. Somebody say a revelation of Jesus. John had a revelation of Jesus. And more importantly, I want to begin to work through this passage of Scripture that I've given you to you this morning because I don't want you just to see that he had a revelation of Jesus, but I want us to see how he begins to reveal that revelation of Jesus to us as we begin to read his books that he wrote. Amen? Look in verse 9. Here's what he says. He says, I, John, your brother and your companion. That's pretty interesting to me because this is John. This is John the Apostle. Let me lay a little bit of groundwork with you this morning because I just want to tell you a little bit about John for those of you that don't really know who John was in the Bible. John is a very interesting character. First of all, John is one of the original 12 disciples of Jesus. He was with Jesus. He was, he was called to follow him, and he would become one of the original apostles of the church. John was one of the original 12. How I many you know that's pretty close to Jesus? Amen. He was the youngest of all disciples that began to follow Jesus. Most scholars believe that John was somewhere around 15 or 16 years old when he laid down his fishing nets and he said, okay, I'm going to follow you when Jesus said, hey, follow me. I mean, that's pretty young. Somebody say youth group. Come on, how many know Jesus took a youth group and turned the world upside down? We forget that sometimes. Come on, amen. He used a bunch of teenagers and some early 20-somethings. He left his father's business to follow Jesus as a young man. He's, he's the only apostle that was not martyred. 
All the other apostles were martyred. I mean, Judas, uh, he lost his estate because he committed suicide. The other ten disciples, all of them, died pretty quickly right into the middle of the book of Acts, towards the end of the book of Acts. They were martyred for the sake of, 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 of the gospel. Amen? In fact, John's brother James, they were both the sons of Zebedee, his brother James, was the first apostle that was ever martyred in the New Testament, somewhere around Acts chapter 12. John lived to be over 100 years old. Come on now. I mean, he went through a lot of Roman emperors, at least six or seven. Think about that now. <laughs> he survived Nero. <laughs> Amen. He lived through all that, amen. He was the longest living apostle. He lived all the way up to the end of the very first century. In fact, the book that we're reading from this morning, the book of Revelation, and listen, for all you Bible students in the house, it's not the book of Revelations. It's the book of Revelation. And it's not plural, amen. In fact, Revelation chapter 1 says it's not the revelation about the beast. It's not the revelation about demons. It's not the revelation about angels. It's not the revelation about the Antichrist. It's not the revelation about all kinds of stuff. But Revelation chapter 1 verse 1 says that this book is the revelation of Jesus Christ. So the whole revelation is the revelation of Jesus. Amen. He's finding Jesus in a way like we've never been able to find him before. Amen. Now John had an understanding of who Jesus was. Because John's father was a man named Zebedee. Zebedee had a fishing business, which apparently was a pretty successful fishing business because when all the boys laid down their nets to follow Jesus, he hired some more people to take their place. Come on, you got to be somewhat successful to hire some folks to work for you. Thank you for joining us today for the Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. We hope you will tune in again each day, Monday through Friday, right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this week's message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. To pay by phone or simply make a love gift, you can call 772-461-8555. That number again is 772-461-8555. For more exciting information on our church, service times, and directions, you can check us out on the web at igniteyourworld.com. This has been The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner, and I'm your host, Bob Tarvis. See you next time on The Revealing Truth. Revealing Truth Radio broadcast thanks Ed Meyer Century 21 All Professional for their underwriting support. Hi, this is Ed Myers, Realtor with Century 21 All Professional and member of the National Association of Realtors. Whether you are buying, selling, or renting a home, understanding the market can be essential. I'm a Century 21 top producer, recipient of the Century 21 Presidential Award, Century 21 Centurion Award, and Quality Service Pinnacle Award. I proudly served the United States Marine Corps and now I'm specializing in serving the Port St. Lucie, Stewart, Fort Pierce, West Palm Beach and surrounding areas of the Treasure Coast. Real estate is the key to building long-term wealth, whether you're looking to buy, sell or rent a home, a first-time home buyer or an investor. Letting an experienced professional with a proven track record can make all the difference. 
I would love the opportunity to help you. You can reach me by phone or text at 772-342-0047. Again, that number is 772-342-0047. Golden Rule Academy is now enrolling for the 2014 school year. If you live in St. Lucie County and have a desire for your child's education to include Christian values and principles, then we want to meet you. Golden Rule Academy offers small class sizes, caring Christian educators, sports, and both accelerated and paced ESE programs. Free K-12 grade scholarships are available and going fast. Call today, 464-1597. Again, that's 464-1597. Golden Rule Academy, training up children in the way they should go for over eight years. The Revealing Truth radio broadcast thanks Access Able Designs and owner Alan Garrett for their underwriting support of this week's program. Hello, my name is Alan Garrett, and I'm the owner of Access Able Designs. A diving accident 31 years ago changed my life physically in a way that left me quadriplegic. However, 15 years ago, I dove into Jesus Christ, which changed my life spiritually forever. The combination of the two have given me the unique opportunity to help others. At Access Able Designs, we offer a creative line of bathroom accessibility products, such as folding shower and bathtub benches, as well as our exclusive patented toilet transfer bench. Our products are commercial grade, stainless steel construction, and built to last. They're also available in custom sizes. Our line of ADA compliant swimming pool lifts are a big seller with hotels, commercial properties, and homeowners. Our products can be seen at accessabledesigns.com as well as my personal life story. I look forward to hearing from you. For more information, you can contact us at 877-853-7816. That number again is 877-853-7816. Ignite Your World Ministries, Truth Church, and all its affiliate ministries Thanks, Destiny Network and Bishop Tony Miller. Destiny Network International exists to serve pastors, local churches, and ministry leaders that make up Destiny Network International. For more information on joining the Destiny Network, go to www.destinynetwork.org. Destiny Network. 